0: Dental, thank God for my mental investor fundamentals. Told my girl it was so. Hey, what's good, y'all? It's C Will, and this is the Passive Income Network. On this podcast, we talk about creating assets that produce passive income. Make sure you hit that like button, subscribe, and leave a comment and say what's good. Um, on this episode, we have a special podcast featured with David, the CEO of Glitter Finance. What's good, David? Hey, nice to be here. Oh, most definitely. Happy to have you. Um, So let's dive in. We've been talking about Glitter Finance and the Bridge Protocol. So can you introduce yourself and talk about a little bit about where you're at in this world and uh, dive in?
1: Uh, My name is David Dobrovitsky. I'm the CEO and founder of uh, Glitter Finance. We are currently the only bridge connecting Algorand and Solana Network um our bridge uh, produces uh, wrapped wrap tokens uh on both chains uh, we're also uh working towards being able to pretty much list any protocol uh so not just um the coins of the two networks but also uh, any token produced on on on, uh, on either of these chains um we will be integrating other chains uh introducing cross-chaining of NFTs um ultimately building out our own uh, blockchain network um so uh, it's a very large-scale project very ambitious project and um we're very proud of the the work that we've done and and you know creating the currently the, the, the only product on the market that does what it does
0: most definitely kudos to y'all um and always shout out to the algo fam Uh, Let's talk about your background a little bit. What is your role with Glitter Finance and, you know, why are you a good fit for this role?
1: Well, outside of the fact that I created Glitter Finance, (laughs) um, I am, uh, you know, I'm the CEO. Um, So I, you know, me, I have another co-founder. We basically had a vision to create a um, financial system uh, within cryptocurrency that would go a long way to connecting normal end users, not just crypto insiders, to the benefits of crypto, uh, the profits you can get out of DeFi. Um, and so, you know, building on that vision uh, is really what my goal has been. Um, the first uh, stage of that vision was creating this bridge. Um, I thought that, um, and I still think that Algorand and Solana networks are u- unique um they both have incredible qualities in, in different ways but in ways that complement each other uh tremendously um so with algorand you're, you're dealing pretty much with the best blockchain technology on the market the most stable the most secure technology that has never gone out um you know and uh, a really unique ecosystem there's in, tremendous builders in the ecosystem yes to the point that where when you look uh, now at the ecosystem uh, in Algorand, in DeFi, you know, some of the most diverse and interesting offerings are there. Um, now, when you were talking about Solana, uh, you're talking about multiple innovations. Uh, one of the innovations is uh, how liquidity is shared within the Solana network. Um, they solved the, fragment, the fragmentation of liquidity issue um, that all ecosystems face ultimately. The and that is the issue of liquidity. Of fragmentation of liquidity, um, so um, that that is a huge innovation. You know, um, the fact that uh, if you uh, try to execute an order uh, on a minor dex in Solana, that order can be executed via, uh, let's say, uh, the, the back end of Radium is a huge innovation because it means on anywhere in the network you can be doing major trades, you know? Okay. And that is a, a significant innovation in, in terms of how liquidity is used, okay? Outside of that, Solana um, created a unique look, a unique feel, and let's face it, the Solana token is one of the historically uh, strongest tokens in altcoin uh, yeah. sector. So, you know, I think between these two uh, kind of in the, the innovations in these two networks, If you can just channel the strengths of both towards a product, um, you get something that, you know, is is unique and can really be beneficial to the ecosystem.
0: Thank you for that breakdown. Um, There's a few things because I'm, you know, of course, I'm bullish on Algorand. Uh, I have guys that I know that I interact with that are building on Solana. But mm-hmm. I, you know, I want to talk about some of the issues that uh, we, a lot of us are seeing. So sure. Solana, uh, I get this year so far in those seven eight months, it has been down a number of times, mm-hmm. yeah. several yeah. hours. So how how does that play a role? You know, if I'm bridging vice versa from Algorand to Solana, what happens when that bridge is down? As or not the bridge, excuse me. When Solana goes down, how do how do we navigate this?
1: So in our bridge, what we did is we created a sensor. That basically um, senses what's happening with the network. Okay. Um, and so it literally tells you, okay, the, net- the Solana network is experiencing congestion. You need to be careful. Okay. Uh, and then obviously we do have a mechanism by which we, we potentially can refund the user. So for example, you're bridging your algos and the network goes down and the transaction doesn't happen um we have sensors to 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 see that there are failed transactions and there's ways that you can contact us and we basically refund the transaction so in terms of the safety for the user inter using our bridge i think we did absolutely like a hundred percent uh to make sure that it's it's a solid product that you're not going to be sorry that you're using it
0: okay
1: um in terms of the network itself um you know it's difficult for me to talk for solana um i i think that there was a lot of things done in solana to push the network out as quickly as possible yeah but solana was one of those products that got enormous amounts of hype uh really early on with tremendous vc backing tremendous business momentum and so when you get that what you what sometimes happens is you just you really want to push the product out now i have to give it to them, they were great in in that they said, this is beta, you know, we're not even going to pretend that this is a finished product, we're not going to pretend that this is polished, this is beta, you know, and all of that. But, you know, is is it problematic? Yeah, it is problematic. But it's difficult to compare a product like Solana to Algorand because Algorand was very calmly developed in Boston in a very, very, like a very um, unhyped atmosphere, you know, um, by a very, very, like, serious company that wasn't trying to necessarily commercialize um, or even exploit the, its own technology towards com- commercialization quickly or or too quickly, you know? Mm-hmm. And so th- these are very different circumstances, you know? You can compare uh, Solana to being, like, a prodigy, you know, in the music biz, like, somebody who is, like, Five years old and can like do unbelievable things, so, no. and Algorand being like this yeah. a mature mature product that yeah. like had you know years to you know I, I you know, I'm a big fan of basketball. Imagine like somebody like Michael Jordan came out of um you know North Carolina, right? I mean he was basically at that point um a great player entering the NBA, you know. And then there are some players that enter NBA you know from from high school, you know, and they can burn out because they enter quickly. And so I'm not saying Solana gets burned out, but I'm saying is that Solana, you know, entered the NBA out of high school. So uh, <laughs> that's a good way certain, to
0: put it. Though. There's,
1: gonna, there's gonna be issues, you know, yeah. and, I, and I hope that they resolve
0: them. Yeah, me, me too, man. For one, I would say I love the Solana name. I I I wish I would have you know paid attention a little bit more because I, I definitely missed the run up uh, in price action. That was crazy, um, but then overall. I'm seeing that the liquidity Solana definitely has a lot of liquidity, so I understand why we do need to bridge there, bridge to the Ethereum and these different places, and show yeah. Algorand or show the community what they could do over on Algorand. Uh, another question, right? I mean, can you talk to uh, the audience as well as if you know they don't really know as much? I know you're onboarding; that's what we do a lot about over here. What what is the use case of a of wrapped asset on either let's say the wrapped algo? Because I know Algorand, you could usually uh, or before you were doing it, my algo you could just wrap an asset, but no yeah. one really knew where we we're gonna use it. What is the use yeah. of a wrapped asset? And first, can you break a wrapped asset down, and then what's the use of it on either side of the blockchain?
1: Okay, so first of all, before I go into that, I will preface preface to say that I'm not telling anybody to buy anything that that my company makes. Fact. And you need to do your own research. Okay, I'm not a, I'm not a financial analyst. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm just a dude who works with technology and has his own uh, tiny startup uh, that produces what we work, work working to be a great product. Yes. Having said all of that, uh, what a wrapped asset is is a representation of uh, the original asset on a new chain. Uh, you know, you in, in terms of our bridge, you you pop a Solana into our vault and on and the Algorand side and XSOL comes out which is in, in essence our derivative a representation of that uh, asset on in the Algorand ecosystem and you know what it does is it is it, because we have pools on various DEXs you can then go and trade that mm-hmm. asset and you don't have to go into Solana and you don't have to trade on their network if you don't want to
0: makes sense and
1: vice versa with algos um, the use case is and again, this is not uh, an attempt to sell a product, but the use case is always to uh, you know to make money. <laughs> that, is, that is the main use case. Yeah. Um, one of one of the big advantages of uh, of what we're doing is because Solana is such a strong token. Um, if you introduce Solana in the Albertan ecosystem, it becomes one of the strongest tokens in the ecosystem. You know, it's very simple. It's it's a token that historically has never been really below twenty dollars you know, so and so that's, that's a pretty, it's pretty significant. And, 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 you know, at the slightest, um, leaving of the bear market, it, it goes back to around 40, 42, 45. Yep. Where is you know?
0: now?
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's very easy to make a large liquidity, uh, a large liquidity pool by value from a token like that. It's also really great to potentially trade a token like that. Um, I'm, I'm just giving an opinion again. Oh yes, uh, but but you can but you can like you know I mean you know when Solana goes up you can trade with Solana on in your in the Algorand ecosystem instead of going to, to Seoul. Yes. So in essence, you know it's a, it's a very significant uh, use case if you are a retail trader. It's also a significant use case potentially if you're an institution because you get to play with tokens that are forty dollars in value, and so it's a lot easier to create a large large liquidity pool for whatever purpose. Makes now sense. you say, but you can also trade BTC or Ethereum and all of that and they're wrapped. Okay, that's great. But a BTC cost it costs the retail trader twenty-five thousand dollars or more, sometimes less. You know? And so it's kind of like saying, Yeah, but why do you need like Toyota Toyota when you have Maseratis? You know, Maseratis are lovely, but they're gonna cost you like fifty thousand dollars and up you know, anyway. but, you know, a Solana is like, a, you know, price wise is like a Toyota, you know, you get a quality product, you can trade it, it's easily accessible and, you know, it works. So that's the advantage of of, of having soul in the Algorand ecosystem.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Cause it's like, you know, we feel better to own something in a whole. So with a Bitcoin, uh-huh. most people know they can't buy a whole Bitcoin. Uh, Ethereum is even pushing it sometimes. So that's yeah. why I do love Algorand. I understand what you're saying with Soul. I can go get a whole Soul and then actually use it. Makes exactly. Sense. Yeah. Okay. Let, let's dive into uh, the bridge portion of it. Because, you know, mm-hmm. as you know, there's been a lot of hackings going on and things mm-hmm. that are happening. And I even, you know, Sylvia was talking about. Uh, at the SALT conference about bridges and how Algorand could potentially, you know, be a great place for this with our technology mm-hmm. here. Can you talk about what are you guys doing in terms of safety to secure uh, this bridge that we're you're using?
1: Right. So both sides of the bridge underwent two audits by two different entities to, at this point. One of them is Certec, which is very famous. One of them is RD Auditor's, which is a company that a lot of protocols use in Solana. They're Solana-based, and we were introduced to them via our investors. Mm-hmm. So there's a trust factor there, um, and uh, you know, and there are other entities who who looked at the code. There were multiple bug bounties uh, with fairly significant rewards. Um, the Algorand side was exposed to the Algorand developer community. Uh, the person who built uh, or got us to the MVP. Was actually an Algorand developer ambassador, Algorand champion. Uh, so, a lot of significant technical analysis went into creation and auditing of this. We also did penetration tests um, before we, we let the product out. Um, so, in terms of actual safety, I would say we went above and beyond in terms of, you know, if you look at a small company creating an incredibly complicated. And very new type product, I think we went above and beyond. Um, there were different things that we did to try to mitigate the hacks that we knew of. For example, the developer separated the function of the front end completely from the back end, so that you know we noticed that um, if they're not separate, uh, the hackers can manipulate the front end to get into the back end. Mm. Um, so that was one of the things that we did. There's a lot of things I could go through. Um, that's related to development. I don't think I think that's beyond the scope of, of the interview. We're talking about um things. in the podcast. And so um but basically um you know a lot was done. Um I look at current bridge situation like nineteen twenties and earlier United States banks being robbed. You know? Again, you know yeah. it's it's well, very it's funny
0: cargo to see, trucks and shit. And- yeah.
1: <laughs> it's funny to see bankers now and Tread uh folks um you know post various things on LinkedIn after another hack happens you know and you get these people and say oh look another bridge got hacked oh this can't possibly be sustainable and you read that and you're like um you know brother you know go to 1920s Chicago or be or before that to the wild west how many banks got robbed you know (laughs) <laughs> all, all, of, them. all and, of them and all the time i mean literally the, the premise of the wild west was created off of this yeah. you know and again all of this stuff is now myth and legend and we very quickly forget and we get you know uh, people in suits strutting around uh, pretending that everything has always been very stable and calm but the reality is you go back 150 years and you get utter chaos and anarchy in in, in banks and so a lot of you know bridges to a large extent are like banks to, to you know in the crypto world because you put in money, money's held in a vault, and then a derivative is handed out based on what the bank has. That's what a bridge is. Yeah. It's very, very close. I mean, and so to assume that completely new revolutionary and to a large degree experimental technology is going to be somehow impervious to the normal developmental cycle of of any kind of system um, is it, is lunacy you know you have to accept the fact that when technology is new and uh, when um, an invention is new in general uh, going outside just technology yep. there will be danger, there will be dangers involved but again it's kind of like so let's say you're you're during the time when when the first drivable car was created right I mean would you say I don't really want to drive that car I prefer my horse and carriage you know yeah. um because because that car is dangerous because seat belts weren't, weren't inve- invented yet i mean you know that's where that's where bridging is that's where cross cross chain technology is cross chain technology is younger than by far than bitcoin and bitcoin is not even yeah. old technology <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm yet <laughs> yeah exactly so i mean i think that people yes people get very upset People lose money. That's understandable. However, that doesn't change the merit of the tech and doesn't change the fact that me, probably in the next five years to 10 years, it's going to be improved to the point where it's going to work like clockwork. Oh, and no. and and then we're going to be very grateful that, you know, when things got kind of difficult, we we held on to this tech and gave it a chance and, uh, you know, allowed it to do its thing, allowed it to, to carry us forward.
0: Makes sense, man. Thank you for that. Um, cause like <clears throat> my confidence is in the Algorand technology. So that always right. like, you know, get me more uh, excited and secure. And then yes, as time, cause you know, Al- it was Bitcoin, Ethereum, then Algorand in terms of like the gen three blockchains. So mm-hmm. I have a lot of confidence. Um, let's talk a little bit more about what y'all have coming next. Mm. The one okay. bridge. What is the one bridge?
1: Well, the one bridge is our bridge. Um we we wanted to approach it with a sense of humor. And I'm, I'm a total intent. So, so yeah, so we just so we just call it the one bridge.
0: The one bridge.
1: Um, part of it was the sense of humor, part of it we just wanted to make fun of our competitors. And but 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 in reality, but in reality it's just our bridge. We're just having fun. Um we created what we feel is a very good product, we're gonna be expanding it. Um and then you know, um, you know, one of the major natural developments of the bridge is to create our own chain because the uh, blockchain is going to decentralize the bridge fully, and it's going Great. to make it, to
0: create your own blockchain.
1: Yes, correct.
0: Like a side chain of Algorand.
1: I'm not sure it's going to be based on Algorand. Okay. Um, it's going to be based on on on, on another tech, um, but it's the, the point of it is to uh, you know at, at least in the in the earliest stage is to completely decentralize the bridge to, it will will allow us to to make it just a lot more safe. Um, And so that's kind of where we're going next. Um, Beyond that, probably working to create our own ecosystem, building on all of the tech that we created. So, um, you know, that's kind of where we're going. Um, The whole point, again, the original mission of Glitter hasn't really changed. The the idea of creating an ecosystem that brings, um, you know the profits and of DeFi uh, to normal end users in the most streamlined and easy way possible, potentially cutting out the the need to trade, um, bringing in automation. That is still the goal. Okay. Um, so, and that goes beyond you know the various ecosystems that we're that we're working on. Um, it very much much harkens uh, to a um, the mission of the project itself, which in itself creates its own ecosystem um, because it's a fairly big mission. You know what I mean? It's not a mission for a, for a layer two protocol. Um, it's, it goes beyond that. So that's where we're going and that's what we'd love like to achieve. And we're going to be working hard on it in this coming year.
0: Makes sense. You know, it reminds me of what you're saying about your own blockchain. Uh, I study the Cosmos ecosystem, right? And they yeah. have the inner blockchain protocol, the IBC, yeah. and yes. each blockchain right. is its own blockchain. So, and mm-hmm. I understand those security measures and I use it. I like how they are doing that. So it makes sense if you guys are going similar in that direction. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, yes, we're very much going into the Cosmos, uh, you know, um, world. Um, we like the technology. Mm -hmm. Uh, We feel that it works well, it's easy to build, um, and it will will do the job. At the end of the day, technology is just a tool. That's really all it is. Yeah, facts. The the technology for the sake of technology is pointless. But you need to use technology for a point, you know, to accomplish a purpose. And ultimately, that's why it's so important to make sure that when you create a blockchain product, that that product can can be used by anybody, you know? if 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 uh, a, a non-tech savvy uh, mother of four uh somewhere uh, can't use it then it's not good tech it's very simple yeah you know tech is supposed to serve the people that's the point yeah so um when i came into blockchain and i worked in blockchain um i very much focused on that because to me it was and, and also just to my co-founder it was very glaring that there was this situation where so much of blockchain is a tech, techie club. And, yes. you know, and it's not, I don't think that it's the right the right way to use tech. I think, again, I think tech needs to be used towards a purpose. Um, and if there's no higher purpose, then, you know, at the end of the day, nobody's sure what it's for. Um, and that kind of stuff doesn't last. So if you want blockchain to last, if you want it to develop beyond the little provincial pockets of you know users that we have now you need to make sure that anybody can use it you know any, any, anybody younger than the age of 50 should be able to use blockchain and easily yeah uh, and DeFi and easily and if that's not the case then then people who are creating are missing the point so our point is to get there um, we want to get there we want to accomplish that uh, if that makes sense
0: definitely makes sense um i'm pushing it i i, I want i want everyone to get on board it because i understand this borderless economy finances banking the unbanked um, there's so many so much utility and use case that we need this to you know happen basically let's slowly start to close out right you're building a startup Could you give some advice to the folks out here that are building their own startup that are thinking about, you know, going after funding, creating a, you know, pitch decks and a product? Can you give a little advice about what they could do to, uh, you know, reach, you know, a level of launch and having success?
1: The main thing that you need to do is you need to make it so that the investors and the VCs go to you and want your product, Mm -hmm. you know? There's too much emphasis, in culturally, that we have in pitching to VCs. To you know, five-minute pitching, three-minute pitching, one-minute pitching. Yep. Uh, mass spamming all of these different uh, hello email, you know, things on the websites of VCs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The whole point is they need to come to you, and they need to want your product. And the the energy that you put out is you'd be just an absolute idiot not to not to invest in my product, you know? Yep. I mean, I, I've met a couple of investors. I've, you know, listen, I've I've fundraised enough where I've actually met investors that passed up opportunities to invest in like Tesla, uh, when 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 it was coming up, you know? Yeah. And 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 you know, the reality is, you know, investors do feel the burn when they miss the opportunity. As a founder, it's your job to clearly put out the energy and describe to them when you're trying to raise money that they that's exactly what will happen to them if they don't invest in your startup because you are the best you got the product and you got the answer period and so that's really what it's what it's about if you can tap into that and if you can you know kind of really you know convey that within yourself and then project it outwards towards people and 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 connect to them correctly then you got it made at the end of the day, that's how people get funded. And that's how, you know, great enterprises start. Uh, this is this is really my opinion about w- how it actually works.
0: I mean, yeah, it's great advice and you're doing it in real time.
1: Thanks, I appreciate <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Okay, uh, can you tell them where to, to find your platform, Glitter Finance? And I'm gonna put all the links in the description and then we're gonna, you know, slowly get out of here.
1: So we got glitterfinance.org. That's the website of our ecosystem um we have you know you can go into our app through there um we have our twitter page for all every big announcement we got our telegram page uh, which you can find on our website and uh, which is we use it more as a customer service portal uh to make sure that our community can communicate with us okay um we also do discord although i personally don't use discord i i'm not crazy about the ui
0: I, I don't like it <laughs> I'm
1: with you. Telegram. But if you like Discord, I have some people there. They'll take in the information and they'll talk to you. Uh, so, and we do we do LinkedIn for corporate announcements, uh, much more kind of formal stuff. Okay. So, yeah, these are the main channels.
0: Excellent. I will appreciate it. Uh, oh, perfect. Running out of time here. Okay. Well, do my outro. I uh, appreciate you. Stay right here. Um, Again, y'all, so make sure you go tap in on Glitter Finance. We cover a lot of things about Bridges, Algorand, Solana. And of course, you know, we want y'all to be onboarded onto Algorand and then use the best blockchain that's out there. So make sure y'all tap in. Uh, Go look up Glitter Finance. All the links will be in the description. As always, the uh, video on YouTube is out first. A few weeks later, you will catch the audio experience on Spotify and Apple. All right, y'all see will with the passive income network shout out to david and glitter finance we are out of here Peace. see the crypto a digital face 2021 fee i replaced had to have it bank account by algorand large amounts digital left the physical space the community had to be great a digital wallet large amounts it's about paying big bank account